and welcome to the rankings, a podcast that answers the age-old question, who should be the next James Bond? I'm Danny Weiser, with me as always is my co-host and the Sean Connery to my Pierce Brosnan. It's Ty McGowan, what's up bud? What's up? Um, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know about that one. Pierce Brosnan wasn't my favorite Bond. Um, but, well, that's okay, you know. I, ca- I called you Sean Connery. So. Oh, that's right, I always get that mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> You are the Sean Connery to my Pierce Brosnan. Nice. So yeah, I'm the most sexist Bond, so that fits. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I did. I didn't just pull that one at random. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought that one out. Completely thought it through. Um. All right. This uh, this one feels like a big episode. Am I wrong? Or this one feels like feels like the people have been talking about this for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, people have been talking about this since like, oh my gosh, like I want to say before Skyfall. Yeah. Right, because like Skyfall is rumored to be the last one uh, for right. a little bit, um, but I mean, people have been talking about this for. I feel like, well, I feel like they're always going to talk about this. Like even when we eventually get a new Bond, people are going to immediately start talking about the next Bond. Kind of like with with any sports, when the rookie class comes in, they're like, okay, who's the next best player? Like uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. he's going to be the next best, and now it's like, okay, well, who's the one after? Who's going to be the next of the next rookie class? You know, before yeah. the season's even up so i think it's just always on some people's mind um you're never going to please everybody so people are always going to want their own james bond and we have 13 options for you or 26 yeah 26 (laughs) yeah i uh so this we finally like timed an episode release correctly we always seem to miss like we, we, we always seem to like be a couple months off. Like we did Top Gun on We Should Watch a Movie just like months before Top Gun was supposed to come out. We just never seemed to quite get it right. This time we got it right. This episode releases the same day that James Bond, oh, was it No Time to Die? Yeah. Um, releases in theaters. We did it. And, go, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm surprised that we got it. Like I would have bet that they would have pushed this another three months. Yeah. You'd have thought. <laughs> You'd have thought. But uh, we have been arguing with people in the various discords we've in for, we're in for the last month or so, and we're having to like we were having to hold ourselves back because we knew we were going to do an episode on it. But we finally get to reveal our opinions of who we think should be the next James Bond and tie your list A. So uh, you want to go ahead and kick us off? Yeah. So um, I am currently going through my Bond uh, rewatch right now, so I. Feel like I kind of know what I want in a James Bond um, because I'm very much struggling through the Roger Moore era right now because it's bad. They picked a yeah. bad James Bond. I know. I noticed you took a break about three fourths of the way through the Roger Moore movies. It's tough. I hit some quick, like real life quicksand <laughs> on that one. Um, you know, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I, lo- I grew up loving James Bond. My whole family loves it. My little brother dressed up as James Bond to a second grade Halloween party. He wore a tuxedo, and he wanted to bring a martini glass, but my parents were smart enough to be like, hey, you're in second grade, you can't do that. <laughs> did, did he have a fake gun? Uh, he, we did have an airsoft gun that he could take around while he was trick-or-treating, but not to school. Yeah, obviously, yeah, probably, yeah. for obvious yeah, reasons. Call. Uh, I, uh, I, I have, I'm not going through a James Bond rewatch, but I did play a lot of Goldeneye on N64 uh, growing up, so I think we are the, equally qualified. One of the best games. I think we both yeah. had it on our video game list, didn't we? I don't remember, but if not, I should have. It's a great, yeah. great video game. But, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for this episode. I got my Liverpool hat on. I'm drinking brandy. <laughs> I'm all British. I'm ready to go. <laughs> 
Sweet. Uh, so I, I did give myself some rules. Um, I did use a MacGuffin for one of them. Technically, it does break my rules, but I found a loophole. Kind of. Very, very thin loophole. <laughs> uh, but my rule is they had to be from the UK. So they had to be from Britain, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, or Ireland. Um, okay. Because I think this character is just so important for that area of the world, and I think it should stay there. Um, obviously, we have different opinions on whether this should be a male or a female. Um, the whatever broccoli came out and said that James Bond will always be a male, and I think both of us are very adamant about just screwing that. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, um, not interested in what that VeggieTales has to say about who James yeah. Bond should or should not be. Yeah. Her exactly. name's like Barbara Broccoli. That's the most VeggieTales <laughs> name I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, I'll get into my uh, honorable mentions now. First up is uh, Dan Stevens. Um, he is from, hold on, he is from uh, Croydon, Surrey, England. Uh, okay. No idea where that is. Um, be surprised if any of our listeners knew where that is in the UK. Um, he is in, uh, most notable role is probably Downton Abbey. Um, and he was also the Spanish singer in um, that Eurovision Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, Wasn't he also the Beast in Beauty and the Beast? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, I don't remember one single thing if, from that if movie. If only there were a way to look it up, but unfortunately <laughs> there is I honestly don't remember one thing from that movie, so you, <laughs> maybe. Um, he, he's just got that look, that kind of very British, distinguished look to him, and that's really about it. I haven't seen him in like a, a real action movie role yet, so that's why he's last on my honorable mentions. Um, but he's just got, you know, that classic, like, this guy's definitely going to walk up and order a martini shake and not stirred look to him. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. By the way, have you had a martini shake and not stirred? Um, so I do it's like... It's much worse. It's I, much worse than just stirred. Uh, I actually do like them shaken. It's just watered down martini at that point. Well, you know, you shake it in the, in the, in the glass. The ice doesn't melt. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, like breaks down the ice weird as opposed to just stirring it i don't know it just tastes watered down to me i don't like it as much i have tried okay. it just for the just for the novelty of ordering james bond's preferred drink i'm also just not not a vodka guy it tastes like i'm drinking hand sanitizer so fair enough yeah um okay my next next up is um okay i'm gonna butcher this name so i do apologize to anyone who is offended by this because i i do not know how to say his last name I probably could have looked it up uh, before we recorded, but I literally walked into my house 30 minutes ago, so <laughs> we're just going for it. Uh, uh, David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. <laughs> so sorry. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's great content right here. We're professionals. Um, most notable role, uh, played Martin Luther King in Selma. Um, he was also in The Waterman I haven't really heard that. He's also in Gringo, which was an okay action movie. I think I gave it like three stars. Um, but I think he would be a great James Bond. He's got that like kind of air about him, that distinguished look. Um, he's a great actor just in general. He's a very powerful actor. He kind of commands the room, which I think is a very, very big thing for any James Bond. They need to kind of like control everything around him and not seem like, someone else could control the room. Cause like, even when James Bond is, you know, tied up naked and getting 
the crap beat out of him with a rope, he still seems like the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Um, that's a Casino Royale reference, if you didn't know. Thank you. Yeah. I tried to keep it, you know, 2000s, since you probably yeah. haven't seen any of the other ones. I've seen most of the Brosnan movies and all of the Craig movies yeah. and none of the others. <laughs> uh, I yeah. don't see that changing anytime soon, if I'm being <laughs> totally honest. Oh, uh, there's some pretty good ones. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, take your word ones. for it. <laughs> um. Okay, and then my third honorable mention. So I am using um, my MacGuffin here. Uh, Yvonne Strahovski, she is from Australia, but yeah. Australia used to be a commonwealth of <laughs> the UK. So technic- <laughs> technically, technically, she's not British at all. Is, but you're reaching so far to cover up your mistake. It used to be a part of the, the, the United God. Kingdom. Um, hey, listen, if you keep reaching like that, you're going to pop your shoulder out of socket. You need to calm down. Look, it used to be a part of the United Kingdom. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when she was born in Australia, they were still a Commonwealth country. Listen, so, you can just you can just admit every now and then that you made a mistake. It so, is okay. So technically, like when you said like when you said ham on last week's uh, or on this week's we should watch a movie. I said hi. I just said it you really didn't. fast. You didn't. Um, <laughs> so technically, I think she was born when they were still part of the UK. So it works out. Um, but I mean, she, she was so good in, uh, specifically the tomorrow war. Um, I, 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 she was okay. in Chuck, I don't really remember anything from Chuck except, Hey, Chuck's on TV and I can't find the remote. So I guess I'm watching Chuck. Um, but she, I thought she was really good in tomorrow war. She was awesome. in all of the action shots, I think she kind of stole the movie away from Chris Pratt. And that was like his movie. Um, but I think she'd be a great James Bond. I think she'd be so cool. Um, she, But, you know, she's Australian. I messed up, kind of. Um, there's a way around it. <laughs> Just throw that, little, throw that little thing. Kind of. Kind of. I kind of messed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, she, she outacted the crap out of Chris Pratt in that movie. Like, yeah. he sucks in that movie, and she's very, very good in it. He didn't suck. I mean, he sucks. <laughs> I think he sucked in that movie. He sucked in that movie. Okay. Um. So I I gave myself the same rule. I also wanted my James Bond to be from the UK. Um. For my top ten, I decided to make my honorable mentions. If we were going to cast a James Bond that wasn't a UK actor, this is who I would like to see. So I, we like to do fun stuff with our honorable mentions. Sometimes that's that's me doing it with this one. Um. My first honorable mention is Kate Blanchett. She is 52 years old from Ivanhoe, Australia. She was Gladriel in Lord of the Rings and Hela in Thor Ragnarok. She's just, she's super cool and looks great. Could pull off the action stuff easily. Like uh, she is another one of those command the room. Like your eyes are drawn to her when she's on the screen type actresses. Yeah. Uh, And I would love to see her as Bond. She's probably a little older than you want your Bond to be. uh, But I don't think that's too big of an issue. I think she would crush it, but She's from Australia, so it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, my next honorable mention is Michael B. Jordan. He's 34 years old from Santa Ana, California. He was Killmonger in Black Panther and Adonis Creed in Creed. This one's obvious. Like, this one feels incredibly obvious. If you're going to cast a non-UK actor, you're going to cast freaking Michael B. Jordan. Um, he's very attractive, very cool, really, really great at action stuff. He's a bona fide movie star. He's a perfect choice, except for him being American, of course. So yeah. it can never happen, but in this fun fantasy land I've created in my honorable mentions, he's up there. 
Uh, my final honorable mention and the uh, last person, or I guess the first person, the top person that I would want to be James Bond if we were casting non-UK folks, Charlize Theron. Oh. 46 years old from Benoni, South Africa. She was Furiosa in Mad Max Fury Road and recently was Andy in The Old Guard, and she's been in like a million things. I mentioned The Old Guard because that felt like a, f- a good uh, audition for her to be James Bond because yeah. it felt like a sort of similar vibes for that character. Um, she's another person who's just absolutely perfect for the role of suave, cool, attractive super spy. Um, she's just not from the UK. So yeah. it can't happen. Uh, but she would be my top choice if we were casting non-UK people. I always forget she's from South Africa. Because she yeah. like doesn't have an accent at all. Either she does or she just is really good at doing other accents. But I don't <laughs> remember ever hearing like interviews with her or anything. Yeah. That's a good one. Charlize yeah. Theron. Uh, did that used to be part of... Does South Africa used to be part of the Commonwealth? I, don't think so. <laughs> I have no you idea, man. <laughs> Uh, okay, my number 10 is Jack O'Connell, um, 31 years old from Alveston, Derby, United Kingdom. Um, no idea where that is, but it's in the United Kingdom. Um, he's most known for Unbroken, uh, Startup, and then Jungle Land, which just recently came out. Um, and also I don't think Sp- I know who this is. And also, yeah, you've, you've probably seen him at some point. Um, he's, he's in Skins. Have you ever watched that? That's like one of my no. favorite. British TV shows. Um, no, really I don't watch nearly that. as much British TV as you do. I know you really like British humor. It's one of your favorite things. It's not really um, my jam. Yeah, this is like British, like uh, Degrassi skins. Gotcha. Um, but uh, he's so good at playing like this kind of chaotic character sometimes, and he can also play it really calm down. Um, this is, he's kind of like, who's the guy in um, the Kingsman movies? Taron Edgerton. Yeah, he's kind of like I think he's like a better version of Taron Edgerton. He just Interesting. I really like Taron Edgerton. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I mean, he made Rocket Man, so of course I love him. Um, but like he, this uh, Jack O'Connell doesn't get as many chances I feel like as as um, Taron Edgerton does. But I feel like he's the better version. He's a better actor. He's really good at just playing very physical roles. Like, all of his roles start up unbroken. Jungle Land are very physical acting. And I think that plays a lot into um, James Bond. Um, and he's, you know, he looks dang good in a tuxedo, which is like yeah. a big good save. thing. you got to look good in a tuxedo if you're James Bond. Um, yeah. But I think he could play this. I'd like to see, like, a young James Bond. We never really had, like, a very young bond yeah um, maybe like a, a a series of movies where like bond is just on his like first mission or something like that like we never got to see that and i feel like that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool like the origins of james yeah. bond type yeah that'd be sweet yeah because it's do you do you fall into the theory that it's an alias and not his actual name yeah yeah that's yeah, that's how i sure. feel yeah um okay cool um my number 10 speaking of rocket man it's richard madden Oh, I was uh, like, oh, it's Taron Edgerton. <laughs> yeah, threw you for a little loop there. No, Taron Edgerton's a little too baby-faced, I think, for James Bond. Um, <laughs> Richard Madden is 35 years old from Eldersley, UK, in Scotland. He was Rob Stark in Game of Thrones and John Reed in Rocketman. 
Uh, he's the he's kind of the total package of what you're looking for from James Bond. He's got this cool, mysterious vibe to him that I think would lend itself really well to that character. He's not a huge star, which I think is always very fun. Like he's yeah, he's recognizable, but he's not like an A-list huge movie star or anything. And I, I was I really enjoy that for Bond actors, and I, I would like to see that uh, be a trend. Um, and he looks great in a tux which of yeah. course is vital. Like you have to look great in a tux in order to be James Bond. And he does, it looks great. So I think he would absolutely nail it. He's got a cool Scottish accent. So we could bring that back for Bond. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love Richard Madden. I think he would, he would nail it as James Bond. I think it's safe to say that probably our entire list looks good in a tuxedo. Yeah, and yes, spoiler alert, I am going to talk about how attractive each of my picks are. And <laughs> listeners, you're just going to have to deal with it because it is important for the character. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, my my number nine is uh, Karen Gillan. Um, I nice. I don't know if that's how you actually say her name or not. Um, I think so, but uh, she is thirty three. She's from Inverness, United Kingdom. Uh, she's most known for her role in Jumanji. Um, she plays the girl avatar in Jumanji um, and Guardians of the Galaxy. She plays um, it's not Gamora. It's uh, the other sister. Nebula, I think. Nebula, right? Yeah, yeah. She plays Nebula. So she, I mean, she has history of just playing BA characters that just, you know, just create chaos, wreak havoc. Um, she's also, she can play it really cool because Nebula, like, I think most of the time it seems like she's just being, like, very brooding, but I think most of the time she plays it, like, very cool, very collected. Um, I, I just think she would be so good in more action movies because yeah. I, I, I haven't seen her in anything except for Guardians of the Galaxy, which you can't even recognize that it's her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jumanji, where she just plays someone playing her. Um, so I think she would be really good uh, James Bond um, and also would look great in a tuxedo. <laughs> sure. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right, cool. My number nine is Daisy Ridley, 29 years old from London. Uh, Everyone knows her as Rey in Star Wars. She was also Miss Mary Debenham in Murder on the Orient Express. Um, Obviously, she can do all the action stuff. Uh, Obviously, she can give off the I've Got Secrets vibe. That is a very cool thing that James Bond does. Mm -hmm. we, We know all that from Star Wars. I think a lot of what she did in Star Wars would translate real well. She would just do less of the... uh, I'm a fish out of water discovering who I am thing and more of the I know who I am and I'm very cool thing. And I think she could pull that off for sure. Um, she's young and she would bring like a very fun, interesting uh, dynamic and like excitability to that character of James Bond, who is very cool and suave. And she could absolutely be that, but she could also just bring a fun energy, I think. Yeah. I love Daisy Ridley. I think she'd be a very cool James Bond. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, my number eight is Andrew Garfield. Um, he is 38 years old. He was technically born in Los Angeles, but he grew up in the UK. Um, so he's most known for the, I hate talking about these because they're not great. The amazing Spider-Man movies, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, um, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, one of the most underrated a 24 movies ever under, the Silver Lake, and the greatest movie of all time, The Social Network. 
Um, Andrew Garfield, I think he would be so good as James Bond. He wouldn't be as like menacing or as like physically dominant as a lot of the other ones. Um, I feel like he would play it kind of along the same lines as like a Pierce Brosnan, where he's just the smartest person in the room, um, more so than like, you know, Daniel Craig, who is also plays the smartest person in the room, but can beat the crap out of you at will. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think Andrew Garfield's a really good actor. For some reason, he's just not really picked great movies. Um, I haven't really heard anything about this new movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, um, too much that just came out. Um, but he's such a good actor. I feel like he could play Bond so well. I think he would do a really good job at it. It would be a very different Bond than we've ever seen, but mm-hmm. I got to give it up for my boy, Andrew Garfield. I mean, literally, I'm looking at a sticker on my laptop of Andrew Garfield right now, so I had to put him in there at some point because I can't yeah. put in Chalamet. <laughs> right. It would be nice to see him play like a less dorky character. You know, like he seems like he always gets pigeonholed into being sort of dorky. Like his Spider Man, his social network character, his Hacksaw Ridge character, they're Peter all Parker dorky. Skates, bro. <laughs> He's just still a mega dork. So it would be cool to see him shed the dorkiness and be a little suave and cool, which I think he can. Yeah, I think he can do that. Sure. Uh, Okay, my number eight. This is maybe the one that everyone talks about and has been talking about for about a decade now. It's Idris Elba. Yeah. He's 49 years old from London. He was Heimdall in the Thor movies. Recently, he was Bloodsport in the Suicide Squad. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um. Yeah, people have been talking about Idris Elba as Bond for, like, a very, very long time. Uh, like, I think he was even one of the... If he wasn't being considered, he was a person that people were talking about when Daniel Craig was chosen. Yeah. Um. So I had to have him on my list. Um. He's everything you want James Bond to be. Like, all of the characteristics that we've yeah. been talking about. So a suave, cool, mysterious, handsome, intimidating, intelligent. Like, he Looks good in has, Looks good in a tuxedo. He has all of that and portrays all that really well. The big knock and the reason that he's number eight and not higher is that he's 49 years old now. So you kind of wonder how long he would be able to pull off the really intense physical stuff because he seems like a, I want to do the stunts myself kind of guy, uh, which that might be wrong. I just kind of get that get that vibe. But you just wonder how long because you want him to be Bond for 10 years probably, yeah. right? So he'd be about sixty by the time they're done. So you wonder wonder if he could wonder if he could quite pull that off. But man, he would be really, really great for at least a few movies. Or you could do like with my idea with like a younger Bond, like showing the origin story. Let's have two movies where Bond's like kind of on his way out and you introduce the uh next Bond in the third movie, like make it very obvious that he cannot go on doing this anymore kind of thing where he's like playing more of a mentor than like uh than like you know actually doing it yeah that'd be fun but man i would just even for one movie i would just love to see it just as james bond yeah that was i mean that was like a real missed opportunity i haven't seen no time to die yet um but i feel like skyfall was just such a perfect ending to that daniel Mm -hmm. craig run i mean it's the best bond movie in my opinion yeah um and I feel like that would have been just that would have been the perfect time to switch right to Idris Elba, mm-hmm. but they had to keep making more movies. 
I mean, it makes you a little. I I've avoided like reviews and early reactions to No Time to Die, but it seems like they alternate good movie, bad movie, good movie, bad movie with these Daniel Craig Bonds. So I'm hoping they can break that and, and send them out on a high note. I think it's like a, a three point seven average right now on Letterboxd. Yeah, that's not excellent. Yeah, which is I mean, not terrible, but it's not after great. freaking Skyfall, dude. That's like knocking. That's like hitting the the go at the. Knockoff home run in the World Series when your contract's done and then not retiring. Like, you should just yeah. retire after that. Yeah, you're yeah, even if you're 26 years old, <laughs> if you're 21, you hit the walk-off you, home run in the World Series, you retire if your contract's up. No, that, or like a, what, a, like Anthony Rizzo, if the Yankees had actually won the wild card, but thank God they didn't. So, um, okay, my, <laughs> my number seven is Daniel Kaluuya. Um, yeah. I feel like this is kind of almost like young Idris Elba. He kind of reminds me of like an Idris Elba, but with a little bit better acting chops. Um, best known for Juice and the Black Messiah, Get Out, Sicario, Black Panther. He's going to be in the new Black Panther. Um, there's just something about Daniel Kaluuya, the way he like looks at people on screen. It's like kind of one of those things where, you know, it's talk soft, carry a big stick kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. where he just knows more than, than everyone else in the room. Um, also, another Skins person. He was on the Skins uh, British TV show. Um, he's 32 years old from London. I mean, he's, like, right in the perfect age. And I feel like he kind of, like, he's a secondary character in Marvel, so he's not technically, like, this big franchise actor yet. Mm-hmm. Or I, w- I wouldn't count him like that. Right. Um. But I, I feel like this is kind of perfect for him. Like, if there's any, like, franchise where Daniel Kaluuya should choose to, like, you know, go all in for, I feel like four James Bond movies would be perfect. Yeah, that is an excellent choice and an incredibly unfortunate oversight on my part. <laughs> I don't know how the heck I didn't add Daniel Kaluuya to my list, but... I feel like we're probably going to we have people on both lists. That are like we're going to have to. Yeah. We're going to have to. All right, great choice. Uh, my number seven is Gugu Mbata-Ra. Um, she is 38 years old from Oxford. She was Ravana Renslayer in Loki um, and Mrs. Murray in A Wrinkle in Time. She's probably the least well-known actress, certainly the least well-known actor, I think, on my list, um, which is a big plus for me. Like, I really like that. I like – she's not unknown, certainly, but I like getting people who aren't big stars to play big roles. Like, what they did with Daisy Ridley as Rey in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they could have gotten a really big-time actress, and they didn't. They got a genuine unknown. I like having like having less-known people uh, do big roles like this. Um She's she's very cool. Like she's incredibly cool. She's the right age. She's thirty eight, which I think is about the perfect age that I want my Bond to be, um, at least starting out. She would look great doing action scenes. She gives off a really interesting, like sort of mysterious and kind of intense vibe that I would love from James Bond. I just I would love to see her in this role. I think she would be cool. she would be so cool, and it would be fun to see her become like a household name. Yeah, that'd be cool. I have no idea who you're talking about, but that would be cool. That's okay. I, she's one of those people, I think if you Googled her, um, which obviously is not possible during the episode, but maybe yeah. after when we get Google back, um, I think if you Googled her and saw her picture, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen her in a few things. But certainly not a household name, far from it. Yeah. Um, okay, my number six is Robert Pattinson, 35 years old, nice. um, from London, England, best known for 
good time, the lighthouse, uh, Tenet, he's the new Batman, and most importantly, he was Cedric Diggory in Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, um, absolutely. And that's Thank it. You. He has never been in any other movies other than that. Don't do this. Um, but Twilight wasn't his fault. It's not his fault. He was bad in those movies. So like we're not going to mention. We're not going to mention Twilight. We don't need to go down that road. We're we're good vibes only. I feel Let's like do it, dude. He sparkled. He's with, a vampire. We're agreeing with all of our picks. This is going to be a very pleasant episode for the listeners. No arguing. We don't need I to love bring up Robert, Twilight. <laughs> I love Robert Pattinson for this. I think he'd be a very cool James Bond. Yeah, he. I, I mean, there's some similarities to to the way that. Um, that the way Batman is and the way James Bond is, obviously James Bond is a very more suave and, and put together character than, than Batman is, but there are very similar things about each character. And I think, you know, the, the run that Robert Pattinson has been on, like I, I feel like he's finally gotten that stink off of him from um, said series that we, we won't mention again. Like, I, I feel like he's... Oh, you fi- mean Twilight? Real... I, <laughs> This is a family friendly episode. I'm really trying hard not to cuss, um, but <laughs> uh, I, I just feel like he's he's kind of like we're seeing like him on the cusp of his like like really blowing up. Like I see like maybe multiple Oscars in his future. I think he's one of the best actors in in the world right now, um, and I think he would play James Bond so well. That and he's got that like. His like kind of like suaveness to him is it's almost like he just doesn't care about anything, kind of thing, yeah. and I think that's a very good James Bond trait. Yeah, like the I don't care about anything attitude plus just like showering is James Bond. Yeah, that's like the Sean Connery. That's like what Sean Connery did for James Bond, which I think is is awesome. That kind of just yeah, I don't really care. I'm gonna kill you and <laughs> and I'm gonna solve all this stuff. Buzz off, yeah. kind of thing. Cool. One pick. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right, my number six is Henry Golding, uh, 34 years old, born in Beitong, Malaysia, but his father is British, and he was raised in Surrey, England, so it counts. Um, he was Nick in Crazy Rich Asians. Recently, he was Snake Eyes in the new G.I. Joe movie, Snake Eyes. Um, he is the person that we've absolutely talked about the most as the next Bond on this show, like by far, I think, uh, and it's because he'd nail it, like handsome, cool, smooth, great with action scenes. This is an absolute no-brainer for lots and lots of reasons. Um, I I think maybe I only had him a little lower because you and I specifically talk about him. Like probably every other episode that we've ever done of this show, we've mentioned at one point, wouldn't Henry Golding as James Bond be so sick? Like we talk about it so much that I wanted to keep things a little interesting, have him a little lower on my list, but I have to assume there's going to be crossover and he's coming up later for you. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised that he's he's much later <laughs> for me. Yeah, I just, he gosh, he would be so cool for like lots and lots of reasons. Um, the biggest one being that it would be incredibly cool and powerful to see an Asian man play James Bond. Yeah, I, I think that would rule. So. Uh, so for that and lots of other reasons, Henry Golding, perfect choice. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree. That's a perfect choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my number five is Vanessa Kirby, uh, 33 years old from Wimbledon, yeah. England, um, most known for About Time, Hobbs and Shaw, Pieces of a Woman, and most importantly, the greatest action movie of all time, Mission Impossible Fallout. And she holds okay. her own in the greatest action movie of all time, Mission Impossible Fallout. And she's going to be in Mission Impossible 7 and MI8. So, like, that's... Is she just, really? Yeah. Which is just awesome. 
which is so strange because she's in very much a role that doesn't need to be in either of those two movies. Yeah. She's going to be in it. Um, but yeah, I, Vanessa Kirby, she's just such a, like, her acting is very powerful. I, I'm sure you haven't seen Pieces of a Woman. That doesn't seem like your kind of vibe of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she. I mean, she's very powerful in that. I mean, she's awesome in Hobbs and Shaw, and she's the only bad guy I rooted for in Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> she was so cool yeah. in that. Um, she just has this, like, air superiority around her that's just... I don't know. She's, she's just so awesome. It's kind of hard for me to explain because she's never really been like very like people know who Vanessa Kirby is, but I don't think anybody like thinks of her right off the top of their head. I know a few people in the 70 millimeter discord mission her, but I mean, she is, she's so great. I think she would be good in every action movie, which I think that should be her bread and butter for the rest mm-hmm. of time. Um, but she's such a good actress, uh, clearly in Pieces of a Woman. I think she was nominated at the Academy Awards. I might be wrong about that. Um, but, I mean, she's just awesome. I would love to see her just doing all the cool stunts that James Bond does in, in, in all of his movies, or her movies. Yeah. Yeah, that, I love Vanessa Kirby. I'm a huge fan. I think that's an excellent pick. Uh, my number five... Uh, a lot of similarities, apparently. Like you were talking about Vanessa Kirby, and I was like, "Oh, that actually applies to my number five too." Uh, it's Haley Atwell. She is okay. 39, yeah. 39 years old from London. Pe- she was Peggy Carter in the MCU, and she's going to be in the next two Mission Impossible movies. Which is like, Let's oh, go. that's a fun unintentional transition there. Um, God, dude, these Mission Impossible—they're going to freaking space, bro. <laughs> they're going to be God, they're going to be <laughs> so be good. Awesome. Um so because she's going to be in the next two Mission Impossible movies, she's done all this stuff in the MCU. She's clearly comfortable with action roles and like action movies. Um she's gorgeous. She's great at playing the cool under pressure role. Um I think she would be very good at pulling off of the pulling off the like I'm better than you attitude that James Bond has. Every time he meets somebody, he's immediately just like I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think she would crush that. Uh, just for lots and lots of reasons, Haley Atwell would be an incredibly cool Bond. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be good. That'd be a good one. Gosh, dude. I'll just talk about Mission Impossible. I'm so pumped for, yeah. for those movies. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, okay, my number four. This is probably the most un- unknown actor on my list, um, maybe. Uh, but, I mean, he is also very known. He hosted Saturday Night Live last year. Uh, but Reggie John Page, um, most known mm-hmm. for, for Bridgerton. Um, and that's really about it. He kind of he's talked he's talked about a lot from people trying to figure out who the next James Bond is. His name comes in comes up a ton. Well, yeah, like if you're I'm looking at his Google page right now. If you just Google his name, the very first picture is him doing the James Bond pose where he's like fixing <laughs> his sleeve, which is like, dude, like yeah, mad ups because you definitely did that on purpose. To, yeah. He's in a tuxedo fixing his sleeve. Like you definitely did that on purpose, so people would think you'd be the next James Bond. Yeah, I respect um, the hustle. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's like very clearly like I'm kind of surprised. Um, I don't know what his what movies he's supposed to be in in the future, but oh, he's supposed to be in a Dungeons and Dragons movie that comes out in 2023. Heck yeah, gonna be watching that, baby, no but, doubt. Uh, but just like, kidding, it's probably gonna be awful. <laughs> there there have been Dungeons and Dragons movies made, and they're the dumbest movies of all time. <laughs> uh, but he's like very clearly like this actor who's like in this British period piece. TV show that should be in action movies, 
but he just isn't in one yet. Um, Bridgerton did come out last year, so I, like, I kind of get it, but, like, this guy's clearly, like, he is built to be a, an action star, and he just kind of hasn't gotten that role yet. Um, but I feel like he would be such a great James Bond. He would be perfect. And if, if you think I'm wrong, listeners, literally Google Reggie John Page, click images, very first picture that comes up, and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I literally only know him from the four episodes of Bridgerton that I saw, so I don't know enough to say whether or not he'd be good, but everybody on the internet is talking about him, so it can't be a bad pick. Yeah. Yeah. If, if everyone's talking about it, it has to be a good pick, right? Yeah, that's how that works. Um <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. It's gonna make a big like Facebook joke. Yeah, no, I'll say the same thing. Better just avoid it. All right, my number four is Dev Patel. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a missed, 30... that's a missed opportunity. Oh, he's not in your list at yeah. all. Oofa doofa. Thirty one years old from London. He was Saru and Lion and recently was Gawain in the Green Knight. He's incredible. We love Dev Patel. Like we talk about him pretty much every episode of We Should Watch a Movie. We try to like sneak him into our fan casting somewhere. Pretty much every every time because he's one of like our collective favorite actors. Another Skins um, alumnus. He was also on the TV show Skins. Interesting. That's okay. three, man. Skins, wow. man. You got to start watching that show. It's almost just like the UK is a small acting pool. <laughs> um, he, he sorry. <laughs> he's so he's just so incredibly charming and cool and mysterious and every single thing that you want in a James Bond. Um, I don't think he'd ever want to play Bond because it seems like he prefers doing art house style movies. Like it doesn't, he doesn't uh, seem like the type to want to do like a big, like you know what I mean, like a big property like this. Yeah, like yeah. He he just seem, he just chooses like art house style A twenty four type Respect, type man. movies, which yeah, good for him. But I very very much want him to be James Bond. <laughs> like how I would love it. He might, dude. That might be like the franchise to like get him into like a big movie franchise. Because like yeah, like before Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman, you could probably say the same exact thing for him. Like no, he did Tenet. Yeah, but Tenet different. Like playing a secondary role in a in a Nolan movie is very different than like. Yeah, because like I don't think you'd say John David Washington is like a franchise movie actor now that he did Tenet, right? I, I think he could be. I would like to see him in one. No, no, I would too, but I don't think you would call him like a franchise. Yeah, I just, actor. I just mean that he's not like opposed to it. I think Dev Patel might be like actively opposed to it. Yeah, I, but what I'm saying is like you could say the same thing about Robert Pattinson. Yeah, maybe. And I mean that might because James Bond is yes, it's like a big franchise. But, like, it's also, it's it's very different than, like, when most people think of big franchise, they think MCU, DC, like, they think superhero things, almost, mm-hmm. yeah, um, right. and Mission Impossible, which is, you know, the best franchise of all time, and Star Wars, okay. <laughs> but, um, but like, I, I don't think I could ever see him in a Star Wars movie or Mission mm-hmm. Impossible movie, but I could see him playing, like, three James Bond movies. Yeah, I would, man, I'd love to see Deb Patel as James Bond. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's a big miss for me. For sure. I, honestly, shocking because like you talk about Deb Patel a lot. I don't know <laughs> was, this maybe one, that's just it. like a subconscious thing in my mind that I think like maybe he just wouldn't want to be in a. He would just want to do a twenty four. Yeah, maybe. Even yeah. though you did just like spend a couple minutes arguing against that, right. but it's just yeah. subconscious, man. Maybe I should. <laughs> Should I get an A24 tattoo next to the Dev Patel tattoo I have on my back? 
<laughs> yeah, maybe just like make the A24 tattoo look like it's a tattoo on Dev Patel's body, yeah, which yeah. is a tattoo on your back. Like a neck a neck tattoo on his full yeah. size. I have like a full size Steve style yeah, Dev yeah. Patel tattoo on my back. So yeah. I could put like That'd on his cool. neck. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the place to put it for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. My my number three is uh another actress that, that we love on this podcast, Florence Pugh. Uh, twenty five years old from Oxford, England. Um, yeah, she is very young, probably the youngest on both of our lists. But I think what from what we've seen of her in Black Widow, she can play the action movies. What what we've seen of her in Little Women and Midsummer, she's got the chops. I mean, she's the next Meryl Streep. Don't say it, Danny. I know you want to say it. Don't say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did just watch Midsummer to. Today, literally today, I watched it. She's so good in that. Just, she's awesome. Um, but I think she would be so good as a James Bond. She kind of, like, commands the room, and she has that, like, I don't give a crap attitude in her acting style that I love. Like, in every role, it feels like she just, like, doesn't give an F about anyone around her, which is, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. And that's a very very James Bond thing um, to do, but she's so good. Uh, I, I just want to see her in more movies. I mean, this new movie, the Olivia Wilde movie coming up, directed movie, Don't Worry, Darling, with her yeah. and Harry Styles, like, good God, dude. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's, she is primed to be James Bond, and we just got to get this broccoli person out of here <laughs> stop messing up this franchise, because... Florence Pugh would be so good as James Bond. Yeah, I love Florence Pugh. That's a very cool pick. Um, and also, maybe maybe she stops dating uh, Zach Braff. Maybe that's holding them back. <laughs> you are just so angry. About I love. Her dating I Zach actually Braff. think I love Zach Braff from like Scrubs. But like, I can just tell that Florence Pugh is so much better. She can do so <laughs> much better than <laughs> Zach like, Braff. It's, you're taking it so personal that she's dating Zach Braff. It's so funny. I am. okay uh my number three one of my favorite actresses that i talk about a ton it's jodie comer oh yeah Um, she is 28 years old from liverpool she played villanelle in killing eve and recently was millie in free guy um her character in killing eve is the reason yeah god every time every time that word is said you do that i love it man Um, i'm wearing a liverpool hat right now up the reds baby let's go never walk alone sure yeah (laughs) Uh, her character in Killing Eve is the reason that she's one of the first people, first people that I thought of for this role. Like she plays a super talented assassin that does a million different accents because she creates characters to help her remain unnoticed and like help her like be incognito and blend in. She does all of those accents and those characters incredibly well. Like her, her range as an actress is incredible. Like she can play the cool, calm and collected. She can play kind of manic and has a screw loose. Um, and I think, I think that range would make for a very, very fun bond. Um, Cause like she can literally like you just ask her what you, whatever you want her to do on screen, whatever kind of character you want her to play, where you want that character to be from, you just say that and she's going to go do it because she's so insanely talented. Um, I would love to see her, uh, love to see her as Bond because of how good she was as Villanelle and Killing Eve. I think there's a lot of cool crossover. Yeah. 
I wonder how long we could go without you mentioning Killing Eve. It's got to be like what Ooh, gonna be two a episodes at most. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just sort of depends. But <laughs> honestly, like, I don't, I don't hundred percent remember what the topic is for next week. But if it is what I think it is, might come back up. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what we're doing next week. Wait, yeah, I do. It shouldn't come up, should it? <laughs> it might. You haven't seen Killing Eve, have you? No. Am I? You talk about it too much that I just don't even want to watch it anymore. I don't want you to watch it at this point. <laughs> I actively do not want you to watch it. Because you're going to go into it with the idea of, like, I have to hate this because Danny likes it. I just We should have just avoid that. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll just move on then. Uh, my, <laughs> my number two is the most underrated actor in the history of Hollywood. Killian Murphy, 45 Ooh, nice. years old, Douglas Ireland, best known for Peaky Blinders, Quiet Place Part 2, Dunkirk, Inception, 28 Days Later, Batman Begins, Red Eye. I mean, this guy, he was supposed to be Batman before Christian Bale. That's mm-hmm. why he was the villain in the. He would have been a cool Batman. Yeah, I think he would have been a better Batman. Hot take. Yeah. I think he would have been a way it's better Batman. Christian Bale's mouth is weird, and when like the only part of Batman you can see mouth. is the mouth, it's they, like well, it, and it sticks lip. out so much. Like he has a very thin mouth that he sticks out a ton. It just when the only part of Batman you can see is his mouth, and it, your mouth is a little weird. It just it it makes makes it a little off. Also, hot take: Christian Bale's Batman is boring af. Like he's only good. He's only as good as his villains are. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's a very good Batman. Uh, but I do think Killian Murphy probably could have been better. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we are absolutely saying Killian Murphy right, both of us. Just want listeners to know. Yeah, it's not silly. It is Killian. Um, I think I'm going to start Peaky Blinders soon, by the way. Have you never watched it? No, because I, with shows like that, they seem like perfect binge watches, and I knew the end was coming very soon. Like, I think the last season's about to come out, yeah. so I was sort of waiting for that, uh, okay. so I could just sort of watch it all in one, yeah, one yeah. thing. I think it's like December, maybe, last I saw, the last yeah. season's coming out. So I think probably November I'll start start my binge, and then by the time I get to season six, I think season six, whatever the last season, it, it'll be out, and I'm very excited about it. You're, you're doing what I'm doing with Barry. Yeah. I'm waiting for Barry to be out because I know I'm just gonna watch just watch that all in one day and be like, Barry's Wait. very Barry's very good, right? Dude. And I know I'm gonna watch it all in one day and be like, okay, well, yeah. where's the rest of it? <laughs> yeah, I think you could. I think you might just love Barry. It's so good. Oh, I know I will. It's Bill Hader. I'm gonna love anything he does. Yeah, it's a very unique Bill Hader too. Like you yeah. don't see Bill Hader do this very it Okay, enough about Bill. Yeah, yeah. More more on Killian Murphy. Bill Hader, James <laughs> Bond. Uh, <laughs> uh I mean, Will I wouldn't the hate it. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Will Forte is a villain. <laughs> no, dude, even after seeing Barry, he's not funny in Barry. Andy Samberg is Q. <laughs> okay, now I want this. Now you're just this Jason Sudeikis is M. You're just pitching McGruber as <laughs> <laughs> like this is gonna be the plot of the oh next dude mcgruber bond crossover uh um, i'd watch it yeah absolutely okay uh but yeah killian murphy i mean he's i honestly think he's the most underrated actor of all time like seriously he, people sleep on him he's 45 years old and just like people still like don't really didn't know who he is until piggy blinders until 2013 that's ridiculous like yeah. he is so good in everything he does he is. He gives like everything and every like. If you haven't seen Red Eye, 
That movie should have bombed. Absolutely bombed. But it's like one of the best thrillers of all time. Um, he's just so good. And you know what, Hollywood? It's about time that we get an Irish, uh, an Irish Bond. Like, we have a Scottish yeah. Bond. We have an English Bond. We need an Irish Bond, and I'm sick and tired of him. And I want our first Irish Bond, I want him to order just a straight-up whiskey. I don't want him Very to cool. order a, a freaking martini, which is yeah. just like, come on. That's, like, not yeah. even a good drink, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a great drink. Um, it's not a cold drink either to order. But, I mean, come on. Killian Murphy walking up to a bar, full Irish accent, asking for a whiskey, and then saying his name's James Bond. Like, that's the best start of a James Bond movie I could think can, of. Can I, can I hear your Irish accent saying no, Bond, James Bond? No, I'm not going to do it. Because you know what? Sometimes it may or may not sound Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> And that's probably a, a a bad image for our podcast if I do it yeah, that's, a good call. that's a good call. Maybe don't do it then. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. But yeah, I'm that's a big our, our family's big Irish Irish family. So I was obviously gonna have him at, at either one or two. Really? McGowan, you guys are Irish? Shocking. <laughs> Honestly, St. Patty's Day at my mom and stepdad's house is bigger than Christmas. <laughs> Not a rules. joke. They got married on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That rules. Yeah, Kelly Murphy, great pick. Uh, okay, my number two, one of our favorites, collectively, it's Riz Ahmed. Mm. Uh, Dang, 38 years dude. old from Wembley. Another one, another big miss. It's me. a lot of cool choices for Bond. So I feel like people, can't be too bad. Marcy's for sure going to yell at me for not putting him on my list. Yeah, and she I, yelled at us in the Discord. Just, she, I think she put like Riz and then 48 exclamation points. So. And I know a couple of other people that will probably yell at me for not putting Dev Patel. Thanks, so I'm probably... I might lose this. <laughs> yeah, you might lose this. I'm kind of crushing you right now. Um, he, sorry. He played Ruben in Sound of Metal and Bodhi Rook in Rogue One. I don't really remember how to say that, but um, Dude, I love and, Riz. Uh, you gotta you gotta talk about his um, uh, his movie where uh, he plays. Um, it's kind of his breakout role where he plays a terrorist um, for Lions gotta mention that like that is i, I haven't uh, seen it so i didn't mention it but that's top riz ahmed wow you haven't seen it okay i am adding that to the we should watch a movie list right now cool. that sounds like it's gonna make it for a super fun episode it so really will terrorist. it's a comedy about terrorists yeah dude sounds <laughs> so fun um gosh uh i love riz like so much he's another actor with just incredible range like he's yeah. kind of gonna be able to do whatever you ask of him um he can be any kind of bond you want him to be he's cool and suave or he can be fierce and intimidating he can be mysterious uh, he's another guy who also looks great in a tux oh, um yeah. he if they decide to cast another man he is absolutely my top choice for bond um, which it sounds like they're hell bent on. They're yeah. going to cast it as another man because of Hollywood. Hollywood is sexist. Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> yeah, what, what is England's Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, I think it's just all made in Hollywood. They just hire people is from it, England. I genuinely do not know. Uh, but yeah, I, it just if, if they're going to cast another man, which VeggieTales has said is going to happen, he's my choice. I love him. I think he'd be an incredible James Bond. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh... Dang, dude. I'm so mistakes for not putting that on my list. <laughs> we, we all make mistakes. I tried to MacGuffin a freaking Australian <laughs> on my list. I forgot about Riz Ahmed. 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't put Daniel Kaluuya. Didn't put Robert Pattinson. I didn't put Florence Pugh. Didn't put Vanessa. I'm bummed about missing all those, but glad I got Rizamet. I I think I would have before Sound of Metal. I probably would have disagreed with you because hit because mm-hmm. kind of like Andrew Garfield, he's played very like not weak characters in a sense that they're you know their characteristics yeah. are weak, but like they they appear to be like weak within the story. You know, yep. that's like their, mm-hmm. their crutch. Um, but yeah, I would have probably disagreed with you before Sound of Metal, but like the intensity that he brought to that movie. Yeah. I think his I, performance yeah. in Sound of Metal is one of my favorite acting performances ever. It should have won. It should have won uh, best actor. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't, I don't think that's a hot take, but like, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, Dude. do you really need more recognition? You're 80 yep. years old. Do you really care? <laughs> you didn't even wake up for the award ceremony. <laughs> Can you believe they ended that ceremony with, uh, like, they changed the order to end it with Anthony Hopkins and he just didn't even wake up? Oh, my God. Well, I would, Skype if, in. I'm, if I'm 85 years old and someone told me to wo- wake up at 3 a.m., yeah, either, yeah. either you're the kind of old person that's already awake or you're the kind of old person that's just like, F you, I'm not going to wake up for this. Yeah, for sure. Um, you're number one. Hopefully I'm the old person that's just F you instead of the person that just wakes up at Dude, you're the Dude, you're the guy in his mid to late 20s that's like F you, so I don't think you're going to have any issues being that man as an old man. Uh, my number one, no surprise, I've talked about this person being the next James Bond forever, Henry Golding. He needs yeah. to be the next James Bond. If you have any doubt in your mind that he needs to be the next James Bond, watch The Gentleman and then watch Crazy Rich Asians and combine those two performances, and it's the perfect James Bond. What about Snake time. Eyes, dude? Uh, <laughs> I mean, just those two performances in The Gentleman and Crazy Rich Asians are just so. <laughs> he does have really good action sequences. In, in in Snake Eyes, but like, yeah. let's just hope they pick a good director and a good script for James Bond instead of <laughs> friggin' Snake Eyes. Uh, you were a little bit more higher on Snake Eyes than I was, but yeah, I mean, listen, I didn't love it, but I did have it higher than the Green Knight. So, <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I mean, if you his his like suaveness, his his cool and crazy with Asians, and his just like intimidation. And the gentleman, and he's like not even in the gentleman that much, but he's just so good in it. And like, I kind of want his like very like he's kind of got like a Cockney accent, not like a very distinguished accent that most Bonds have. And I think that would be interesting to have like it would almost be like having like whatever the equivalent of American James Bond having like a Southern accent. And I yeah. kind of like like the idea of that that would be kind of cool to have that but you know obviously that's never going to happen mission impossible redneck <laughs> mission impossible matthew mcconaughey yeah i mean dude i would watch that oh my god dude. Like, yeah i'm so in now that i said it <laughs> it's like you just said it as a joke but that sounds dope uh but yeah i mean henry golding obvious choice i would i would if i had the money to do it i would pay for half of his his salary for the next James yeah. Bond movies. Cause he, I, he's the perfect choice. He needs to be the next James Bond. I mean, just look at him. Like he looks like James Bond. Yeah. He just needs yeah, to I do agree. it. He, 
I want him to be James Bond so bad. <laughs> like they're they're like I know he's probably not going to be the next James Bond, just because it's probably going to be some white dude in his forties, right. right? And I'm still going to lose my mind when they announce that it's not Henry Golding. Like I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. so pissed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a great choice. I think that's the only crossover we had. Yeah. Interesting. Which is surprising because right, okay. I figured. I guess we had both surprises. You thought I would have Dev Patel on my list. I thought you would have Florence Pugh on your list. Yeah, for sure. Okay, my number one. This is I wrote this down immediately. As soon as we said we were going to do this episode, I wrote this name down. It's Emily Blunt. <laughs> of course you did. Of London. course you did. <laughs> no one's surprised here. And you um, obviously are going to play the love interest in this movie. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who, who better, you know? Uh, she played Evelyn. Did you, by the way, do you know her Quiet Place character's name is Evelyn? I had no idea. No, I didn't know there were names in Quiet Place. Yeah, truly no idea. She was Mary Poppins. She's been in a ton of stuff, but most importantly for this role, she was Rita in Edge of Tomorrow. Um, she's perfect. Probably my favorite actress. Definitely my favorite actress. Um, I love her. I want her to be in every single movie. Like her role in Edge of Tomorrow was a perfect so audition good. for Bond, oh pretty much. That scene where we're first introduced to her. <laughs> Are you kidding, oh my dude? God. Oh my God. She's she's one of the most beautiful people on the entire planet. Um, she's compelling and dynamic in everything she's oh. ever been in, and that includes her action movie roles. Like she can play tough and mysterious, like she was in both Edge of Tomorrow and Sicario. Like she, oh Sicario, it, oh my god, yeah, she yeah. crushes it in Sicario and has a lot of like Bond stuff like there. Yeah, uh, like she could easily do it. She's just she's an incredible actress and is a perfect choice to play the Bond character. You know, so good. You know, it would be great in her Bond movie. In every Bond movie, there's always like a bumbling CIA agent that's just two steps behind James Bond. Be great if John Krasinski played that part (laughs) in her James Bond movie. And he'd be great at it too. Yeah. Well, you you got to be careful. Uh, Mad About Movies has pointed out multiple times that Krasinski, for the majority of his career, has killed movies. So. Not his fault alone. He's just got a bad but luck charm on him. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he um, maybe he directs the new James be Bond movie. Cause he, that'd be sick. I mean, Quiet Place 1 and 2 are both hits. I mean, I, I mean, had Quiet Place 2, 4 stars. Quiet Place, 5 stars. Dude, that would I mean, be kind of like, cool if Krasinski directed like yeah. four James Bond movies with Emily Blunt. That'd be dope. That's so sick. I'm so in. And it, honestly... Any director, I don't care as long as it gets Emily Blunt as James Bond. I'm in. That's who I want. Well, we need good directors because it's it's been proven that if you have a bad director, you get good director. Good director would be great. Of solace. (laughs) Good director would be great. Whatever it takes to get me Emily Blunt as James Bond. That's all I care about. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, perfect choice. I kind of want like this might be like I don't know if Tom Cruise has ever directed a movie. But I know he's like kind of in control of a lot of the Mission Impossibles. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would direct a really good James Bond movie. Maybe. I truly have no idea. I, I don't think he's ever, I don't know if he's ever directed, he probably has directed a movie that I don't know about, but like, I feel like that kind of would fit. Because he's like very much like kind of in control of that franchise. He just doesn't get the directing credit. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, truly have no clue, but I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to choose to back you on that. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else before we take a break? Uh, no, I'm surprised we got an hour out of that. That was longer Me than too. I thought we'd go. Yeah. Honestly, shocking. Uh, all right, we'll be right back with this week's guest judge. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as we rank the actors that we think should be the next James Bond. Um, we will be back uh, here in just a second to the show with our good friend Kev, who's acting as the judge this week. Um, Kev is the host of Ammonite Movie Night, which is a very fun movie podcast that he just started, but he's going to sell you on that um, here in just a few minutes. I wanted to jump in real quick to let you guys know about next week's episode. We're going to be ranking duos. Uh, we're going to try to leave that a little open-ended like we have with a lot of our topics in the past. So if there's anything that you can call a duo and justify it as being a duo in any way, uh, let us know. Uh, if you have some fun ideas of what, what your favorite duos are, shoot us an email. You can send us a voicemail in the form of an MP3, or you can just email your list to us, and I'll read it out in the show. Um, that is totally fine, and we love doing that. But send those emails to rankkingspod at gmail.com. Don't forget the double K in the middle there, uh, and we'll add it to the episode. All right, guys, back to the show. We are back with this week's very special guest judge, good friend of the show. You've met him before. You've heard his sultry tones on uh, voicemails for both of our podcasts on most weeks. Many Too many. <laughs> it's Kevin Riley. Kev, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. We didn't fight that much, I feel like, during yeah, our like at discussion. All. Like, oh, at really? All. Like, we fought, at, we kind of got into a very small argument about something that has nothing to do with this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I know, right? us. Can you believe? <laughs> Um, but yeah, not, not too bad. Like it was fairly cordial, which is a nice surprise. Usually like you come into these episodes and you're like, I, I got to prepare for a fight and yeah. uh, we didn't this time. So it was well, it's James Bond. So it's like very veiled criticism and right. stuff like that. So, right. And we're also just going to text each other passive aggressive things afterwards. It'll be good. We're just, we're keeping it off air as James Bond would, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. <laughs> Uh, had you on this week? We know you're a big Bond fan. That's right. I'm a I'm a third generation Bond fan. My grandfather loved Sean Connery and hated Roger Moore. And uh, <laughs> my dad and I kind of connected more on Austin Powers than James Bond because we're nice. very silly guys. Uh-huh. So um, so we never really went to the Brosnan ones. And by the time I got old enough to go, it was like the world is not enough. Blech, like yeah. Yeah. Hagrid asking what he's going to tell his insurance people about the oil rig <laughs> and die another day. I don't even need to joke about it. Um, and is then by Dr. the time Craig Christmas? is that die another day, Dr. Christmas, uh, no Christmas Jones is Christmas. world is not enough. This is a family show, so I'm not going to say what he says, but it's not great. <laughs> um, then Die Another Day is awful. And then by the time Craig came around, I was seeing movies by myself. I was 15 years old, so yeah. I didn't, we didn't really go. Who would you say is your favorite Bond? Um, I have to say, I mean, Sean Connery is the essential Bond. Right. And I think, but is Daniel Craig my favorite? I've been asking myself that. When you guys asked me to be on the show, I was like, who is my favorite? And it might be it might be Daniel Craig. Yeah, I would say the same. I think pre Skyfall, my answer would be Sean Connery, zero doubt whatsoever. But mm-hmm. post Skyfall, it's like, yeah, Daniel Craig. It has to be Skyfall is the one that seals the deal. Yeah, I think it's my favorite one. Oh yeah, it's the best well, one for sure. It should have should have ended there. Just saying, <laughs> but you know, 
you're telling me, although I don't know, I'm going Saturday morning to this new one. I try to go now because of, you know, to kind of honor my dad and and stuff. I try to go opening weekend to the new ones. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Sweet. I'm I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the three hour bond in the morning and then we're going to Dune at the film festival here at night. Oh my God. What a double feature. That's a crazy double feature. That's what, that's what I do. That's, I mean, honestly, I think that's going to be a good day because bond, there has been some mixed reviews, but it's 3.7 average on Letterboxd right now. Oh, interesting. And Dune, I've heard nothing but good things from Dune, but it's also been from hardcore Dune fans. So, like, but it's got <laughs> Timothy Chalamet in it, so it can't be all bad. How bad well, can it be? Well, Sophie you know? saw it and loved it before she, I don't even think she had started or was only at the end of book one when she yeah. when she saw Dune, and she loved it. Well, she also gave Venom to uh, four stars, so. Ah, oh, but that's a bit. And I don't do. I don't do bits on Letterboxd anymore. I'm over it, Soph. Sorry. Wow, that's just attacking Soph. Openly attacking Soph. I would never. <laughs> okay, um, I say let's let's get right into it. Um, yeah. Kev, you've listened to the show, listeners. If this is your first episode, it's a weird one to to jump in on. I think uh, I am going to read our lists out, labeled list A and list B. Um, Ty and I are going to shut up for a bit and you have as much time as you want to talk about whatever you want, hopefully bond related, but I mean, I guess it technically doesn't have to, yeah, we can talk um, about you'll just re- react to our lists. Uh, if you have your own, you can read out any picks that you have. Ultimately, your only real responsibility is to pick a winner. Ty and I are going to yell at you and at each other, uh, afterwards. And then if you'd like us to defend any of our picks or ask us any questions afterwards, would be the time to do that. But if there are no further questions, Let's get into it. List A, the honorable mentions are Dan Stevens, David Oyewolo, uh, and Ivan Strahovski. Number 10 is Jack O'Connell. Nine is Karen Gillan. Eight is Andrew Garfield. Seven is Daniel Kaluuya. Six is Robert Pattinson. Five is Vanessa Kirby. Four is Roger Jean Page. Three is Florence Pugh. Two is Killian Murphy. And number one is Henry Golding. List B, the honorable mentions are Charlize Theron, Michael B. Jordan, and Kate Blanchett. Number 10 is Richard Madden. Nine is Daisy Ridley. Eight is Idris Elba. Seven is Gugu Mbatha-Ra. Six is Henry Golding. Five is Haley Atwell. Four, Dev Patel. Three, Jodie Comer. Two, Riz Ahmed. And number one is Emily Blunt. Kev, you have the floor. Um, who is Henry Golding? Oh, don't do this. No. No. Like literally, this is a who is that? podcast to ask oh, that question. Kev. Um, Have you ever that, seen that, Crazy Rich Asians? It came out during the period where I was seeing new movies the least. Okay. What okay about, you should watch you know, Crazy Rich Asians. What about the gentleman, the Matthew McConaughey uh, guy? Oh, believe me, I spent tw- I spent ten minutes on his Wikipedia page an hour ago. <laughs> I didn't Shocking. even see Snake Eyes. Shocking. He was well, Snake Eyes. You can skip. You can skip yeah. Snake Eyes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's. Um, I wanna. I wanna give a quick. Ju- I wanna tell you my choice. Then I wanna make a quick judgment, and I wanna talk about it because okay. there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, no, Sir Ronan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is a big surprise for both of us. That is. When Danny asked me to be on the show, I was like, "Oh, what am I gonna? Oh, Sersha. We did talk about, there were a few times we talked about actors where it's like, we could almost see him never choosing to be in like a franchise. Sure. And she is kind of one of those actors where like, she only does A24 and like any movie that's like, she's really good at picking great 
movies that aren't like blockbusters. I just, for That's whatever reason, I have a hard time picturing her in like heavy action stuff. You know what I mean? I, think I feel like my... it would be such a crazy left turn. That, yeah. yeah, that kind of hurts me that I didn't even consider it, knowing that Lady Bird is my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me at work today. All day, I'm like, well, doesn't he love Lady Bird? Yeah. We are huge Saoirse Ronan fans. But also, we absolutely love her. But yeah, I just don't see her doing it is big time hard. action stuff. It's, it feels like a weird weird match. Yeah, it is kind of hard to picture her in that. And I could also Not that see she her couldn't, I just like, don't think she would. Yeah, it's also hard because like you... almost too cool to do a James Bond movie. That's fair. And also, like, and you guys clearly kind of struggled with this on your lists. You don't want to lock somebody into this because as Daniel Craig found out, that's a big job that lasts a long time. Yeah. And that's a big strain on your career to be James Bond. I feel like it should be a three movie max. Like, trilogy and then move on to the next Bond. um, I did want to use my floor time to talk about what James Bond should be next. Yeah. I think the the Broccoli family have a real great tendency to just drive whatever goodwill people have in James Bond into the ground. Tales yeah, dorks. Just destroy it. <laughs> just destroy it. They'll do a great movie seemingly by accident and then just completely do the opposite the next time and then just crash it. Yeah. Um, but Daniel Craig was cast as Bond in 2005. And think about the action landscape right now versus then. It's yeah. a completely different, better world. Right. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible pivoted around that time with three to become what it is now, which I know you guys love. Oh, yeah. um, Fast and Furious in 2011. You know, in 2005, when Dick Craig, Craig was cast, Fast and Furious was uh, a crappy franchise that had broken down about like idiots stealing DVDs. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> totally different world now. And James yeah. Bond, I think, has the opportunity to return to where it was, maybe stay there. Um and stand up there with the, or stand up with there with the top, with the Fast and Furious or the MI, or be like a John Wick kind of level. Yeah. Really amazing kind of more niche deal. Um, I'm hoping we get some more of the things that we loved about James Bond. It was refreshing to not, to have Daniel Craig slowly build into the gadgets and the gimmickry and stuff. But let's, let's climb back to the top while not, forgetting what brought us there if that makes sense right yeah 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 i get what you're saying um i think overall i had a really hard time with this i tried to score the lists by like stuff i agreed with versus stuff i disagreed yeah and you tied um you tied i think the best choice so the broccoli family unfortunately uh they've they've said a few times that the the bond is a white male um brit brit which i agree is stupid i don't think it's the move it's 2021 is there a way that we can start a protest to get them out of there and not controlling that and get Tom Cruise to control the James Bond franchise? Uh. <laughs> I mean, look what he's done with MI. Like, whoever's controlling I mean, the MI franchise, control the James Bond franchise. That's true. That's true. Um, but uh, but I think that if you're, again, I, I think if you're going to cast uh, a woman as Bond or, or a person of color as Bond, I think you've done a really great job here with some picks. Um, my objections in order. Uh, Killian Murphy's too old, too famous, and a bit too creepy to be Bond, I think. Um, I think he'd be an amazing villain, but when I was Googling him for this show, I typed the Scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> From Batman we did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but really great choice in this franchise. Um, Florence Pugh is already a spy in another multi-billion dollar uh, franchise. Uh, fair enough. And she's staying, not to spoil anything yeah. for the intricate plot of Black Widow, but she's sticking around. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I think that's out. But again, if, again, if you're going to put a, a woman as Bond, I think Florence Pugh, you could do, you could do, you couldn't do much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson is uh, too artsy to the Saoirse, the Saoirse Ronan problem. Even though he's Batman, he's My Chemical Romance Batman. Yeah. <laughs> my, you know I, I, mean? I love that. I love that you just said that. <laughs> you just combined that's two awesome. of my favorite things in the world. My Chemical <laughs> Romance and Batman. What if, he's, what if he's My Chemical Romance Bond? You know what I mean? Oh, just you're killing me right now. Matt so Reeves. Weird. Get Matt Reeves. Let's get oh, weird. A My Chemical Romance Bond song? Oh my god. You're killing me. <laughs> Um, Sounds awful. But I, 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 so I wouldn't good. want him. I wouldn't want him nailed down like that. I think the Batman is a might be a one-off thing anyway. So there's that. Um, I don't think Andrew Garfield would go for it either for the same reasons. Um, but he's awesome in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Underrated because Chastain's so good. But, yeah, uh, he's great. Um, moving over to list B in terms of the objections. Emily Blunt too famous. Um, I don't think Mary Poppins is James Bond. Um, I'm trying not to, you know, this is rankings. This is not personal. Hey, you know what? Mary Poppins is kind of like a, a PG James Bond. <laughs> In a way. It, That's you, true. If think you about think it, Kev. about it. Yeah. That, you know what? You guys got me there. Um, I think uh, Riz Ahmed. I'm glad he's on the list, but I think wouldn't you want him? Isn't he a more interesting villain than James Bond Ooh. as a hero? James Bond is kind of a blank slate. I feel like he has the potential more to be interesting as a villain. Like, like, um, yeah. what's his name? Who's in the new one? Uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek, yeah. way better, yeah. a viable Bond, but way better as a villain. He's yeah. got those. He's got I, those I eyes. Hate him as James. Yeah, Bond. we're not a big uh, Rami Malek. We're anti-Rami Malek here on the rankings. I thought he was great with Bohemian Rhapsody, but oh, chicken salad. No. Of, uh, he he made chicken salad out of uh, something else. Okay, can we kick Kev out of this room? So <laughs> hey, the how, movie's terrible. How quickly until we can find a new judge? <laughs> Danny Weiser asking that on this show today. Man, you better watch out. That's like Marcy's number one pick. She might yell. I at love you. Marcy. Can we can we also take a moment to just shout out Marcy? Yes. who we love. Shout out Marcy. Such a ball of light and joy. Yeah. While I got the floor. That's a listen. Um, that, I love Marcy to death. That is an incredibly good save because she's going to come for your throat when <laughs> she hears what you said about Rizamed. No, I think he'd be. I I love him. I think he's wonderful. I think he's Stand a great by it, actor. Kev. Stand by it. You said he'd be a bad Bond. Just stick but with it. But you always remember the villains, right? <laughs> you do. Yeah, that's true. There, in the in the good ones, you remember. Hey, Mads Mikkelsen in two thousand five to now. All I'm saying. Oh, uh, with that rope, that rope, uh, thing, swinging yeah. it at people. Oh. I just watched oh. it the other night in prep for this show. My God, oh. could you imagine making a movie a tenth as cool? And then he made the Green Lantern next. Could you imagine? Oh, what a career, Martin Campbell. <laughs> and it, we're getting to. I don't want to get too off track, but um. My last couple of objections for list B, if they weren't going to pick Idris Elba 15 years ago, they're not going to pick him, period. I'm sorry. Uh, and Daisy Ridley got her turn. <laughs> She's all of Star Wars now. All of Star Wars exists in her. Isn't that enough for you? Not anymore, though. She's like, she's not going to be in any more Star Wars movies. Uh, let's see Dave Filoni do a cartoon. Okay. Well, that doesn't count. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it. 100%, um, but I don't think that counts. I had I had a real so I had I had a, I had trouble with with picking a list because my objections as you can see are kind of even 
Um, My praise is pretty general across the board. Henry Golding's really handsome, charming guy. I'm sure if I saw him in a movie, I I would, I would. Kev, watch Crazy Rich Asians. Here's the thing. Both lists, every single choice looks great in a tuxedo. Uh-huh. That's true. That was like I, mean, the I don't number even one know number ten for both of us. You have to be incredibly attractive and look great in a tux in order to be James Bond. And I think you, we nailed it. Twenty. I ran 20. this by. I ran this by my girlfriend Julia. Was Regé Jean Page is a handsome guy in a tux. That's great criteria. You, You've got it right you, there. If you look up his name on Google, literally the first image that shows up is him doing the James Bond pose where he's fixing his sleeve the cufflinks. Yeah, he's fixing his cufflinks on his tuxedo, and it's just like you're. Like, you're just putting it out there. You're yeah, putting it out there that you want to be the next James Bond. I think he's at a level of fame where he's super famous for doing TV. Right, yeah. Where he's actually an ideal pick. Because he's only done one show, and he's hosted SNL off that show. So, like, obviously people are obsessed with it because it's British, period piece. So everyone's going to be obsessed with the show. And then he just hasn't done anything other than that. Yeah, Exactly. Um, I'm just going through if I have any more interesting uh, takes before I give my judgment. Uh, Clue, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. If the Broccoli's got their head out of their ass. uh, Slam dunk. Vanessa Kirby, slam dunk. Jupiter Ascending, underrated while I'm doing hot takes on the show. Um, Who is this guy from Skins on this list? I've never seen Skins. There's three people from Skins on total. Okay, number 10 from List A. This O'Connor, who is that? Jack O'Connell. Uh, have you ever seen Jungle Land or Unbroken or um, Startup? You've definitely never seen Startup. I feel like very few people have. Just this podcast. Um, but yeah, he's he's. I think we'll talk about it later. Okay, no sweat. All right, just to get through the list and get to the picks so we can discuss. Um, generally across the board, great picks in list B, uh, Richard Madden is the best pick out of all 26 on this list. Uh, I wow. saw him in rocket man and I said, there's Dr. Doom. Oh, um, I was like, Richard that's Dr. Madden. Doom. I'm awesome looking at stuff. Dr. Doom. That's rad. I love um, that. I love that. that but choice. Marvel disagreed and he's in Eternals and that's okay. Yeah. Um, so he's James Bond to me. If they want to go with a white Brit. It's Richard Madden to me. Which is what they're going to do. Right. Um, it's true. Um, so I think... Mm, I really don't like List B's number one. But List B has Richard Madden on it, who is my pick. But Richard Madden is at number 10. So I don't know what to do, guys. You got to do something. You got to pick a list. <laughs> All right. I think that list A has the better. Sorry if it's coming through. Julia's uh, wrapping something with Tim Foyle. It's okay. Uh, it's all it's right. Okay. We heard you. We apologize. We're, you're all right. You're all good. <laughs> okay, that came through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I heard the sorry, but that's it. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Oh, great. Okay, that's great. Um, can you do it? Yes. Sorry, you have to cut this out. Probably not. Who cares? <laughs> no one All right, really so, listens to this podcast except for you and Marcy, so it doesn't really that's matter. That's true. I mean, it's true. And the ones that do cut it off after the, they've heard who our lists are, so they could yell at us on yeah. Twitter. That's, <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm going with uh, – so then it comes down to the honorable mentions and, and list A wins. Yes. The honorable mentions in list A are way more interesting 
uh, than list B. Let's go. And uh, the Beast, though, the Beast is, might be on the short list. Oh, um, Nick, Dan Nicholas Stevens. Holt? The Beast? Is that what you said? No, no, Beauty and the Beast, Dan Stevens. Oh, Dan Stevens. I thought you were talking about the Beast from the new X-Men movies, Nicholas no, Holt. No, no, no. Which, maybe... Kev, you're a fool. You're a fool for so many reasons. I just have been biting my tongue for 10 minutes now. Em, you don't like Emily Blunt as James Bond? Are you kidding? He does, I think he she's too famous. Kev, yeah, Kev have famous. you seen Edge of Tomorrow? He didn't say that. No. Then oh. shut up, Kev. Then oh. you're wrong, Kev. Oh. Then you're wrong, Kev. Oh, are you're we wrong. inviting Kev onto the wrong Kev. movie episode? Kev. Kev, watch Edge of Tomorrow, and then I need you to message me with an honest reaction and say that she would not be a perfect bond. All right. Just watch. You can't. I just want you to Google edge of tomorrow. Emily Blunt. First Look, listen, we don't need to take him to the horny gif. We don't need to do that. There is one we, you don't have to do that. Just watch the movie. I gave it four and a half stars on letterboxd. It's the perfect audition for James Bond. Have you seen Sicario? Yes. She, uh, like, do you not yeah. watch Sicario and think like, holy cow, that is an incredible audition for James Bond. Danny, Tomorrow is a better Danny one. just wants Emily Blunt as James Bond so he can play the love interest. That's the only reason. Not wrong, dude. Love her. <laughs> Which is Big not a fan. bad move. She, yeah. uh, she's the very first person I wrote down when I thought, uh, when we thought to do this episode uh, for incredibly obvious reasons. Kev, you're wrong, bud. Uh, watch Edge of Tomorrow, you I'm fool. Curious. I mean, I did see. I mean, if you want me to pull up the IMDb and start going down the list, I did see Quiet Place. I thought she's good in Quiet Place. Uh, okay. I feel like she's too Kev. famous. All right, Jack right, O'Connell. So I, I have no clue who this is. Yeah, I couldn't go into it. He's not in any like super huge movies, but he's like you know who Taron Egerton is. Yes. He is, John? he is a better version of Taron Edgerton. Just no one gives him a shot because he was in Unbroken, and Angelina Jolie directed it, and it was god awful. The book oh, yeah, was terrible. amazing. The movie was terrible, but he had a good performance in that. But he's just—I think he's a better version of Taron Edgerton. And saying that, we are a huge Taron Edgerton fan podcast here because we love Rocket Man. Oh my God! Wait, I just redeemed myself. Rocket Man is my favorite movie of 2019. Oh yeah, that's I why mean, Richard Madden. Totally respect that. Totally. Respect uh, the that. reason the reason Richard Madden is number ten on my list is because he's a white man. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It. You know what? That's fair. I had a feeling. I got the vibe. If it was just a straight up like blank slate, he would have been much higher. I don't. I don't need another white man as James Bond, and so I've moved him down to number ten. Um, and my honorable mentions are all if we weren't going to go with Brits. If there was a world, an alternate universe, where non-British actors or non-UK actors could be cast as James Bond, those are my top three. That's so you I did know a, something funny. I about did a that? bit with my honorable mentions. That's hmm. why I was so down on your honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I figured. That's why I went it, all UK from mine. The you know, Aussie well, Bond. Well, you, you went pretty close to all UK on yours. Yvonne You've, Strahovski, is it? She's isn't Australian. She from Australia? Right. She's Australian, right. and I forgot they tried to gaslight our audience into thinking born, it was okay. She was born in Australia while they were still a commonwealth of the UK. <laughs> Which means he forgot. He's trying to just make our <laughs> what, audience what, feel what dumb. Did she, what, did she fall off a prisoner ship in 1881? <laughs> and then that makes her James Bond? He just I forgot. I like that. <laughs> But no, yeah, that my, I mean, you, you've listened to the show enough. I like to do bits sometimes with my honorable mentions or make them a little more fun. This time it was, if there was a universe where we could cast non UK people, these are my top three. And I think I nailed it. 
That is a really good. I wish I had known that beforehand. I wouldn't have been. Yeah, so I don't. Quick I don't think we're allowed. I stuff like that. I would love to make disclaimers when I send the list to the judges. But the whole point of the show is you have to judge it based on whatever criteria you feel like. Yeah. So that your criteria was it has to be all UK people, bits notwithstanding. So it's, I, I will okay. say your your good ones were great. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Killing Eve. I have to be honest with you. It was your gigantic flag that that was your list. Is when yeah. I, I was like, who is oh, yeah. she? Oh, no, Killing Eve. Yeah, and her in Killing Eve is an incredible audition for her to be a Bond. Mm. I'm she surprised would absolutely that, crush it because of Killing Eve. I'm surprised you didn't know my list was mine because I've said on multiple episodes that Henry Golding needs to be the next James Bond. <laughs> like to the point where I might start yeah, a riot knew. if he's he. He knew, but I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. He knew whose list this is. Yeah, I. Riz Ahmed would make an incredible villain. I think he would make an equally incredible James Bond. I love him Dude, so much. Riz Ahmed, has he ever played like a real villain? Like he was, he was a terrorist in Four Lions, but that was like more of a comedy. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever played like a villain, like a real villain. I'm trying to think. Unfortunately, there's no way to look things up on this show. There's not. It's just, well, we don't have access to it. I mean, his biggest movies are his, his uh, uh, Rogue One. Four Lions, Sound of Metal. I can't think of another one. I don't know. Could you imagine Paul Racy as uh, as M or Q? (laughs) Would be dope. To Riz Ahmed's Bond. I mean, the real Um, choice that it's crazy has never been, he's never been cast as a villain in James Bond is Paul Dano. He's the perfect yes. villain in Yes. Movie. And why is he not a villain in You were obsessed every... with Paul Dano being Didn't a you? What did so, you just cast so him in? He's so good as a villain, and it's uh, hilarious seven. that he plays these creepy roles, and he's the most, the most normal dude in Hollywood of know, all dude. time. What's creepier than a beach boy, you know? He just, like, Nothing. But, like, even in, Nothing. in that movie, he plays a, he plays a, a, a not schizophrenic, but, like, he plays someone with mental problems, but he still plays. I didn't him. watch that movie. I don't care about the Beach Boys. <laughs> I didn't watch that. It's the first American boy band, dude. It's a great movie. <laughs> Fun. Love and Mercy. Yeah, so good. He should have um, won you... Best Supporting Actor. Just um, well, you mentioned an issue with Idris Elba. Uh, he is too old, and that's what I said. That's why he's number eight on my list. It was just yeah. one of those like people have been talking about Idris Elba being the next James Bond for like half of my life basically like people have been asking for it it seems like uh and so i wanted to give him a mention and give him a shout but he's number eight because he's probably too old like if we if we could just get like a one shot him as james bond in one big huge incredible movie right now it he would kill it and it would be incredible i think but yeah you have to be bond for 10 years and i don't think he could stick it out it would be cool to do an anthology movie where it's like Okay, we're finally gonna hang the lampshade on James Bond as a code name. Here's five vignettes by five of the world's greatest directors that oh. are like five great twenty to thirty minute Bond stories oh starring gosh. the world's, you know, most eligible Bonds who could never do it for ten years. And then Idris Elba would be ideal. And Emily yeah. Blunt could be James Bond and Listen, and all this. I think that's not even great. thirty minutes, just like straight up five movies. Back to back, you got an Idris Elba movie directed by Nolan. You got a Emily Blunt movie directed by Krasinski. Oh, What's yeah, up, dude? Emily Blunt movie. No one's a free agent now. Anything's possible. Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. But also, um, we talked about it earlier. It'd be good because 
I talked about, so I have Florence Pugh and Jack O'Connell, who are pretty young, to play it, but it would be interesting. We've never seen James Bond start out as James Bond. Because we yeah. all, we, all three of us agree it's an alias. It's not his actual name. It's, oh, it's yeah. an alias. Lazenby said it was his first movie, one of the most underrated Bond movies of all time. He, he broke the fourth wall, basically told us it was, it was an alias. It would be awesome to see him start out, but it would also be awesome to have, like, Idris Elba have, like, a trilogy. He comes in, plays two movies, and then the third movie we were introduced to the next Bond. But we also, we also missed the opportunity because it should have been Skyfall ended Daniel Craig, and then Idris Elba's the next James Bond. That should have been... That was the time. Yeah, that was the perfect time to do it. But no, and he wanted out too. Idris Elba is like the perfect James Bond. Like he's like in 2012, Idris Elba is the perfect James Bond. Yeah, that's why. That's why I I felt the need to give him a shout at least. Like he's he's lower on my list for a reason, but he had to be mentioned in a Bond episode. I thought it was worth talking about. That was a good call to include him on the list. Was it? Because it Although sounded it like it helped. helped me lose the episode, Kev. <laughs> it, did, it did. It did help you. 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 It was by a hair, and it is. It was. It just all by that kind of. Also, incredible. Kill, you think Killian Murphy's too famous to be James Bond? Because I think he's the most underrated. Actor I think he said too creepy. Okay. Right? I think. I think that I. I did say both, but oh, I do right. think that too. Excuse me. Too creepy, more than too famous. Okay. But see, I think he could do it because he was supposed to be Bruce Wayne before Christian Bale. I did not know that. Yeah, that's who Christopher Nolan. That before Christian Bale, it was because that's why he's Scarecrow in Batman Begins. Because he's like, I gotta go, Christian Bale. I Christian Bale has a thinner mouth, a weirder mouth, so we gotta go with that. He's got the canine <laughs> teeth, so we gotta go with him, and then we'll move you to Scarecrow. <laughs> Also, we both agree that an Irish Bond would be very yeah, cool. Yeah, it would be awesome if you had a Bond that just goes up to the bar and orders a whiskey instead of a martini, which I've said earlier, is not a great drink. It's not, <laughs> not a super like at, cool drink to order. At one point, it was very cool, and then now it's just like, hmm. The Heineken 2 was also not <laughs> Yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't Daniel Craig order a beer? Oh. Yeah, no, it was a Heineken, and then he used his Sony Ericsson phone to hack into Shifra's Sony Vio computer that everyone has. Stupid. Stupid. It's take, it from, that... take it from Kevin Michael Riley Jr., an Irish Bond is fantastic. Yes. And I, we need an sick. Irish Bond. It, an Rome, Irish accent Bond. Like, we need it. Like, I don't want an Irish Bond that's doing an English accent. I want an Irish Bond. We got a Scotland Bond. We've had English bonds. I want an Irish bond. We need it so bad. Be very cool. Yeah, I just I'm, Saoirse Ronan. I thought about her. She'd be very cool. She just, I don't see action star with yeah. her. She could probably pull it off. It's just so against her vibe of like every other role that she's done that it would feel weird. You know what I mean? I was also trying also you talk about what... too famous. How many people are more famous than Saoirse Ronan? What are you talking about? Killian Murphy's too famous, but Saoirse Ronan's not? What are you doing? Fair enough. Fair Get enough. out of here. Um, Killian I Murphy's say... the most underrated actor ever. I feel like people don't know who Killian Murphy is. Are you a Red Eye fan? Uh, oh, yeah. Red Eye. 
most underrated thriller of all time. But I feel like we if watched... you went up to a random person on the street and you were like, who's Killian Murphy? And they're like, I don't know. Hey, do you know that guy who leads Peaky Blinders? They're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> like, they don't know his name. That's fair. Yeah. I think too creepy more than too famous. But in Peaky Blinders, he's not creepy. That's the thing. Like, that's what I have like, to watch Peaky Blinders, yeah. Oh, you got to watch Peaky Blinders. See, that's I'm the thing. In that. The last season starts in a few creepy. months, and I'm going to watch it. He is very creepy watch it together. in most of his roles. But the Peaky Blinders, he's less creepy, more of like a a mafia don in a way. So, mm-hmm. like, he's got that calm, cool, collected kind of thing where he's the smartest person in the room, which is a very Bond thing to have. I will say, here's a pro tip. If it was produced between 2014 and right before the pandemic, assume, like, unless it's a Marvel thing or something really huge or the Oscar season of 2017 because I just gotten fired or 2019, just assume I might might not have seen it. There's essentially very little overlap between the movies Kev has seen and the movies that I have seen is what we're discovering. Yeah, Because 2014 is about when I started watching movies. Oh my gosh, could you imagine, sorry, I'm just thinking about Killian Murphy. Could you imagine a Killian Murphy Bond movie directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland? Do you remember how close we were to a Danny Boyle Bond, and it was Spectre, right? Or was it No Time to Die you dropped that on? No, Spectre, wasn't it? Because Spectre... not allowed to have nice things. Like, because it was Skyfall, and it was like, it should have ended, and then it was Spectre, right? And then it was just like, yeah, we definitely should have ended Skyfall. Um, I will say I want to call out uh, we were talking about it a little bit because you're asking for voicemails in the 70 millimeter discord and uh, my buddy uh, Gugrux Dave and I were talking about how great it would be to have and this would be perfect for an anthology uh, an M and Q based story where they have to rescue Bond oh that would be interesting Yeah, That'd something cool. unconventional something we haven't seen before we've run out of Fleming to where we're doing Casino Royale although that was a bad parody we're doing it again you know yeah we've yeah. run out of Ian Fleming it's time to think about like something different right that would be interesting sure. that'd be so I thought that'd be cool I feel like uh you said you you couldn't see Andrew Garfield playing Bond I feel like in that scenario he'd be a good cue yeah I agree to yeah. Ray Fiennes M yeah I mean who's great but I mean the cue we have now is I think the best cue we've ever had yeah. He's that guy. He's like uh, the the cum- the Walmart Cumberbatch, right? Who's yeah. that guy? He's I, really I good. I not tell you his name. I don't remember his I don't name, know but he's great. Because he's yeah. just he's that British dude in everything he's in. Because <laughs> yeah. he's the most British person of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we didn't get any voicemails. We did get a few emails, though, this week. All right, cool. Um, so the first one is from our friend Pablo from the Mad About Movies Discord. Very short, very sweet. You know, uh, You know Pablo. He says, uh, sup, Michael B. Jordan, baby. Carmel sucks. Good day to you, Pablo. <laughs> That's it. He, okay. just, he, That's he it. says Michael B. Jordan, which I agree if we were casting non-UK people. Uh, obviously, it's in my honorable mentions. But Hey, you know what? Who should take over Mission Impossible? Michael B. Jordan now we're talking. So dope. Yes. Oh, is, are we doing like the next Ethan Hunt? episode i feel like the only person that could take over ethan hunt is michael b jordan i feel like there's we can't make a life i've only seen friday night lights and cloverfield i I may have seen more of his work but like or no um no it's chronicle he's in 
Black Panther. Oh, Chronicle. Black Black Panther, right. It's also Black Panther. Also, you're about to watch Creed. Yeah. And I'm about to watch Creed. Creed, but absolutely. If there's an Ethan Hunt in the world, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And also yeah. the producers have the guts to um, advertise a, a black lead in their movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Dead Again, cowards. we've run out of Fleming. Why is it sacred? What yeah, are we doing? It's like, what? It, yeah, what are they protecting that's like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, and also half your Fleming adaptions were trash anyway because they had Roger Moore in them. Yeah. So what are we doing? Oh my gosh, the worst. Who cares? <laughs> All right, next email is from our Wait, friend Ismail from the 70 millimeter Discord. Yes. He says, hello, Kings. Long time, first time. Let's get straight to brass tacks. By the way, what is that saying? Which I agree. I don't know the origins of it either. Uh, the next Bond, white guy after white guy after white guy. It's been quite a ride. Obviously, everyone is begging for a change. A female Bond, a Bond of color, a Bond that takes his drink stirred, anything. The only criteria that I had for this has been British or from the UK or however you say it. There's four countries in that country. Um, one, my first pick is the mega obvious Idris Elba. He's suave AF, tall, built, and a great action slash comedy star as shown in the Suicide Squad. Others have said that he's too old for the role and he just turned 49. I don't know how long the Bond role would work for him, but he's definitely got the goods. I agree. Kev doesn't. It's great um, for a one-off, but not for like 10 years. No, I'll tell you two dude. movies. The third movie, he's more of the emotional support. He's the mentor for the new James Bond, the younger James yeah, yeah. Bond. A Rocky Three situation where they recruit the villain of mm-hmm. the first one? Come yep. on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, two, next up is a choice that's been staring at us this whole time. Emily Blunt. She's she's definitely an action star. Guys, has, I gotta go. Has proved it time and time again. She's got charisma oozing. Everyone loves her, and there can be a Jack Ryan crossover movie. Not gonna lie, a great choice for me. Ismail, I tend to agree, bud. You're brilliant and beautiful, and I love you. And I wish you were the judge of this episode. I'm you, just I love we, we I'm can't just have a Kev. Jack. We can't have a Jack Ryan crossover because in every Bond movie, the CIA agent is a bumbling idiot that's two steps behind Bond, and you can't have a good CIA agent. <laughs> Honestly, movie. though, Jack Ryan could. Yeah. I'd yeah, love to see a Mr. Bean Jack Ryan where he just can't put anything together. Like a Johnny uh, English. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He, Ismail continues, lastly, if we had to choose another white guy, I would think that maybe Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland. This is so eerie. This I know they're so I know they're both baby face boys, but with the right makeup team, anything is possible. They're both well-established great actors that have donned great responsibility before. That's all, folks. I hope you like my picks. Gracias, Ismail. Ismail, great well, email. It's yes, a, it's agreed. honestly like we we sent these lists to you, Kev, yesterday, like early yesterday. Ismail sent this uh, email like a couple hours before we started recording. So neither was neither was influenced by the other. We're just on very much the same wavelength with our good buddy Ismail. Very eerie. I was hesitant to pick Holland because of Spider Man and Uncharted. Yeah, and it's he's babyface. Yeah, way too he's, babyface he's for me. too babyface. But Andrew Garfield can grow a sick beard. And if you still think he's babyface, Ooh, Bond with a beard under under the watch under the Silver Lake. He does not have babyface. He's got stubble the whole time. It's the most underrated A twenty four movie of all time. That he looks way older than like because I'm assuming Ismail is just thinking of him as the amazing Spider-Man and not his Oscar winning Oscar deserving performance in the social network. Maybe he's also Uh, great as in the, in Tammy Faye. He's great as the world's most corrupt person. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard, I've gotten mixed reviews. It's okay. 
Yeah. Oh, where he plays Joel Osteen in the eyes of Tammy Faye. That's crazy. Uh, moving Touché. on, the yeah, next, the f- <laughs> final email is from Jacob Dial, uh, one of the most supportive fans that we have from the Mad About Movies Discord. Um, he says, hey, guys, I'm a big Bond fan, so this episode is highly anticipated for me. Definitely looking forward to hearing your ideas. This is an interesting prospect because the next person should probably be at most 45 years old. I think investing in someone any older is kind of worrisome because you want at least three movies out of them. Two guys I think it mentioned a lot and deservedly so are Richard Madden and Nicholas Holt. Both are great options and I could totally see his Bond. My number one pick, though, would be Henry Golding. Everything I've seen him do is spectacular. This guy seems like he has everything you could ever want out of someone who's potentially going to portray the suave debonair super spy himself. Again, very excited for the episode. Looking forward to what you guys come up with. As always, thank you for your time and all the entertainment you provide in your show. Jacob. Jacob, I completely agree with you. Richard Madden, baby. He's the pick. He's Dr. Doom. He's James Bond. Nicholas Holt is another guy. You have to watch Crazy Rich Asians. You have to watch Crazy Rich Asians. watch Crazy Rich Asians. Please. (laughs) I watch two movies a week for my podcast, as is, guys. Come on. Listen, we're going to give you two movies for the next month, my dude. Easy watch. It is a very easy watch. It's an easy rom com to watch. It's it's Hmm. great. Great date night movie. Oh, yeah. Great date night movie. Incredible for that. Should absolutely and then you that's got, true. And then, but then you have to watch the gentleman, and you combine those two Henry Golding roles, and it's the perfect James Bond. Yeah, and then you watch The Edge of Tomorrow, and you text me an apology. <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, I I'll will. just say I'll send you The Edge of Tomorrow gift, and then you'll immediately send Danny the apology. <laughs> I'm hearing the theme song in my head already. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys ready to get out of here? Yeah, I don't have anything. Kev, you got anything else? Uh, yeah, I mean, should I plug my show? Yeah, I was get, I was getting to that. I, I wasn't going to pass over it this time. I think I did when you were on the Gryffindor episode, but that was we were going to we do got there. that as part of the outro. Um, All right. Thank you for listening to the rankings. want to thank our special guest judge, Kevin Riley. Kev, hey. please tell us about your two new shows. Yeah, so um, I used to, we announced, last time I was here, we announced a Hanna-Barbera podcast. Mm-hmm. Um we banished it to the Phantom Zone. More on that next year. Yeah, where's um, the Hanna Barbera cut? I need it. The, I will say we have Hanna Barbera content that is coming. It is not in the way you expect. I need the cut. But until that day, I host a podcast with my with my old buddy Jared called Ammonite Movie Night, where we each pick a movie and we talk about the movies. Um, right now, we're doing Ammonite Horror Nights. So, like you guys, with we watch a movie and with our friends at Seventy Millimeter, we're doing horror films. Um, yesterday, if you're listening to this when it comes out, yesterday we dropped Frankenstein and Dracula 31 with Lugosi and Karloff. Next week is Shaun of the Dead and Evil Dead 2. Oh, and, uh, Shaun of the Dead's very fun. So both of those uh, movies are great. Those are good. We just, I just watched Shaun last night. It's a classic. I love it so much. And uh, the third week is uh, Awful Surprises in Space and uh, a big Halloween special, all I'll say. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So... Very exciting, and uh, again, at the end of the year, we'll be making some huge announcements for 2022 that uh, will be big if you like DC Comics published between 1985 Whoa. and 2011. Whoa. Do you have social medias you can point everybody towards? Uh, I am on Instagram at... Oh, my God. What is my Instagram handle? <laughs> what is my Instagram handle? I don't know. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Kevo Forever. That's K-E-V-O, the number four, E-V-E-R. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so you could follow me there. My broadcast partner, Jared Rosen, is at jared.raisin, spelled like raisin. So, okay. so you can find both of us there. And Ammonite Movie Nights, A-M-M-O-N-I-T-E-M-O-V-I-E-N-I-T-E is available wherever you can get podcasts except for Stitcher. I was told this morning we are on Apple Podcasts. So how do you like We that? are not on Stitcher. Interesting. I, don't know I think you have is. to go manually set that up. And I was like, about to say, are we on Stitcher? I don't think so. Does, does anyone use know Stitcher? someone that uses Stitcher? I don't think you guys are. i right now. I checked out your pod link this morning for the we should watch a movie and mm-hmm. Stitcher just goes to the homepage, which I think means it's not on there. But <laughs> Stitcher is like Stitcher is literally duct taped together. Yeah. Right yeah. now. I don't even know. Like every every comedian who was exclusive to Stitcher is leaving Stitcher in droves right now, so I don't know. Right. Anyway. Well, then we don't want to be on there. Yeah. Uh yeah, make sure make sure you're listening to Ammonite Movie Night. Very fun. Yeah. Follow Kev. Follow the show. Um what y'all have five, five y'all have five episodes out right now right yeah you oh, released yeah. like four is, at once which is very smart yeah we we recorded a bunch before i moved and i wanted to get them out of my hair and out of my life so i put them all up at once <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to do the horror movies so i was like okay well let's get what we have done out right yeah, yeah. yeah um oh another big thing that's coming at the end of this month or beginning of november i think is every week leading up to the release of spider-man no way home i alluded to this earlier we're going to be doing audio commentaries for all of the spider-man movies that have been released yeah, so the raimi so trilogy yeah. the web duology <laughs> and the walmart uh iron man fan fiction uh mcu movies <laughs> and then when so when no way home comes out we'll do commentary for that as well i love that's it very fun i love it so much <laughs> That's it's so called fun. it's called finish it yeah i'm sure yeah. listeners are surprised that i'm excited about a spider-man commentary but yeah <laughs> i'm excited i'm so fun. um but but we'll be doing commentaries every now and then this is special and then they'll be spread out in the future so look out for that sweet i love it anything else i think i've heard <laughs> enough good deal release the hot hannah barbera cut release it stay tuned uh, it's in the uh, Phantom Zone. It's on Earth Five. I'm gonna start a Justice like. League type uh, campaign on the internet to release it. Our 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 unfunny podcasts where we're clearly not having fun, making fun of racist cartoons. You want to hear that? <laughs> one, I looked at Jared. Jared came to record one night, and I looked him in the eye, and I was like, "We're not gonna do this." And he was like, "Yeah." It sounds many just like Justice League. <laughs> How many episodes did you get in until you were like, Ugh. "Um, we got four in." And we were like, we have to do fewer episodes. Then we were going to record five. And it was like, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's an idea that everyone's so like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's cool. And then you and then you go to do it or listen to it. Yeah. That's a good point. Fair point. Uh, we we uh, figured also, out a way to do it in an entertaining and fun way. And more details on that next year. So also, someone who makes two podcasts a week with a podcasting partner i do not recommend it yeah i made him i made him use zoom because it is so easy we zoom now instead of in person because for mm-hmm. audio technical reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but much like, better my god i had the i had the dracula thing done friday night i was like peace on earth yeah yeah it's much better much easier anyway. okay uh please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on twitter and instagram at rank kings pod don't forget that double k in the middle we will be back with a new episode next week until then my name is Bond. 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 James, James Bond. Bond.